In this episode, you'll meet Mr. Chris Marshall, founder and CEO of Sands Bar, located in East Austin. Sands Bar is the only non-alcoholic bar in the entire state of Texas. Listen in this week to find out Chris's story, how he overcame obstacles on his pathway to success, and his plans for the future to not only make Sands Bar a name in Austin, but a name in the entire country. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Marshall. This is the What's Brewing ATX podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Austin, Texas. Hear from some of the top local business owners and those making a big impact in our community. From tips on the food and beverage scene to developments in the Austin real estate market, we've got you covered. And of course, we feature a local beer, wine, or spirit each week so you can get your little taste of what Austin has to offer. What's up, Chris? So much for joining us. We're super glad to have you on our show this afternoon. And we know you're revolutionizing the way we socialize here in the ATX. And I'd like to start out by asking you, what's your story? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Greg. Um, I moved to Austin in uh, 2009. Um, I came here because I needed a new life change. And uh, Austin back then is a lot different than it is now. Uh, Austin's mm-hmm. gone, undergone a lot of change in, you know, almost 11 years. And so uh, I, I, when I moved to Austin, I wanted to become part of a community. And I just be, happened to be a person who didn't drink. And when I, I looked around, I didn't see many options for me to socialize. And so uh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of went, went about my life as a young uh, Austinite, not having many options. And then I went to college, became a counselor. And then as, my, as I became a counselor and started working in the field of counseling, I realized that I wasn't alone in my need for connection. There were people just like me who were professionals, successful, doing awesome things in this city, and they just didn't have a place to belong. And so I created Sands Bar and Sands Bar is a way uh, to create community around not drinking. It's also a great way to build connections in the city. And so I've been doing that since 2017. Um, We started off as a series of pop-ups and then uh, from pop-ups, we moved to a brick and mortar location off of 12th and Chacon in 2018. And uh, we've been there ever since. And um, 2019, I decided to take this concept on the road with a national tour. I visited nine cities in 2019, uh, just kind of doing these pop-up events where we'd serve great drinks, have great music, have great food, and really share with people the idea that you don't need alcohol to socialize. And uh, just prior to the pandemic, we were on a 20 city tour in 2020. So um, Sands Bar is kind of what I'm known for. And uh, it, it just, is a way for people to find that missing community piece that I, I, I notice a lot of people as, especially people that moved to Austin, they're always looking for that community. So this is just a way to plug in and find uh, your community. And just to be clear, it is, um, it's a bar like any other, but you serve mocktails and you have TVs and all the good stuff, just like another bar, but no alcohol. Absolutely. I mean, the concept is all the bar without the booze. And, uh, 
again, during normal times, you'd walk in and uh, on a Friday night, if you closed your eyes, you would not know that you were in a alcohol-free bar. I mean, you wow. hear music, you hear people talking, people laughing, drinks clanking together, bottles being thrown in the trash. Like it's, it's a full bar in every sense of the word, except for the alcohol. That's awesome. Yeah, and I can definitely uh, talk from experience that that is is the case. Uh, Ian, our other host who couldn't make it today, he hosted an event at the Sands Bar um, for Community Bucket where we had some local influencers do a, do a talk. And I was there, and I was like, wow, this place is really, really cool. Yeah, great location too, by the way. Oh, I, I love that location. I mean, it's in a part of – Austin that um, has a lot of history and that that particular building uh, 1818 East 12th Street has been many many things over the past 30 years I bet I bet a lot of well, thank you for thank you for revolutionizing uh, the way we socialize thank you for being a pioneer in that and our, quick question are there others like it in in the Austin area I haven't heard of any great others great question yeah, so this is the only sober bar, to my knowledge, or alcohol-free bar in the state of Texas um, that is that is just strictly wow. serving, you know, I don't serve coffee. I serve zero-proof cocktails, great NA beers. I mean, the, the, the options are just limitless. We got beautiful stouts, IPAs. I mean, it's uh, it's really been an amazing thing to watch the beverage side of this industry grow and evolve over the last three years yeah actually uh, i i'm very familiar with looking into like non-alcoholic beers and such and it, it's crazy how much it's exploded like you said in a few years um it just blows it's blowing my mind right now having this conversation with you knowing that it's the only one in not only austin but all Texas. how many bars there are how many people would be interested in going to that it's like if you had one strip of bars down you know rainy street and you have you know let's call it 30 bars you would imagine there's at least one or two of these right no not at all that's insane no. so yeah. again i i imagine that you will be a pioneer that will lead into a lot more of this so thank you and, and that said yeah, you, know, you totally, talked a little bit about COVID. Totally transcending it. yeah um and you talked a little bit about COVID. how did that affect some of your business oh i'm so sorry i hate to pop hate to stop on that greg what are you drinking today? Yes. Because we, we got to drink something. What's Brewing ATX podcast? Yeah. So today we're actually uh, doing a little local local coffee shop. Hey, Chris, have you ever had Summer Moon before? Yes. I love Summer Moon. Love Summer Moon. Yeah. Well, yeah, well today it is not sponsored, but we're drinking it by Summer Moon Velvet Blaze, baby. Uh. Yeah. It is really, really good. Wood-fired roasted beans. Getting it. Um, some rooms, one of my favorite coffee shops, I'm going to, we've already featured them once before. So I'm going to talk to you guys about their milk real quick, their moon milk. Uh, it's their signature sweet cream formulation of moon milk is a story of a midnight alchemy. Okay. Under a summer moon late into the night, we landed on our legendary creamer. Yes, they, yes, they did. Gosh, perfect to accompany our wood fired espresso and the summer moon latte. Have you all ever had their moon milk before? I have not. I oh. have actually. It's just the right amount of sweet. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's amazing, right? Oh my 
God. You're so fired it's up about so this. Good. I love it. It's so good. Oh, good. All right, back to the show. What we got, Johnny? Yeah. Sorry about that. And and listeners, apologize. We're doing the squadcast thing. It's it's virtual. So if, if there's some hiccups here and there, you know, keep on listening. Anyhow, so how has Sandsbar been impacted by COVID and how has that changed from the start of a year ago, almost a year ago when it really kicked off to now, uh, you know, leading into, into 2021, um, how has it changed? Oh man. So the start of 2020 was, uh, glorious. And, and I'm not just saying that because it, it's, you know, juxtaposed next to a pandemic. We really were starting to hit our stride in bar service, we were starting to expand um, our networks and really marketing Sands Bar. And, uh, you know, just like with any business, it takes a couple months to, to years to get people to understand really what the concept is. And so we were just hitting that point um, where our bar was packed on Fridays and Saturdays. And uh, we were just, just tremendously excited about the prospects of 2020. And then the pandemic shut, shut everything down. And um, like most bars in Austin, we made the decision to, to close and we've been closed since March, uh, but we have been offering virtual experiences and uh, we call that Sands Bar Where You Are. And those experiences, um, while they're on a screen, we try to give you as much of a bar experience as possible. So we, we have drink kits that you can order for our events and uh, we make the drink together. We'll have some, some music. Uh, we really try to create that community and connection piece, um, even though it's virtual, because we know how important that is, especially at a time when people are so isolated and disconnected from each other. That's where the magic is. Yes. No, you're so right. You're so right about that. They, let, let, tell me a little bit about that virtual experience. Yeah. So uh, we've been doing this since April. And uh, it's it's kind of like a program, you know, you tune in, you come in on Zoom or watch on Facebook Live. And the first thing we do is we just break down that drink making process. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I heard, you know, the word mocktail used earlier, and that's a perfectly OK word to use. Mm-hmm. I, I get why people use mocktail, because that's what we kind of understand these drinks to be. But we are really interested in building zero proof cocktails in the last two years. Um, there's been a, an explosion of non-alcoholic spirits. Mm. So we can make any drink that you're used to. If you're an old fashioned person, you love old fashions. Like that's, that's my drink. Old fashions. You know, I love a good old fashioned. Mm. I can make a completely alcohol free old fashioned that will rival, uh, <laughs> whatever you're used to in, in your regular bar. Uh, I, so I really like to break down that process of making a, a, um, carefully crafted, balanced beverage then we kind of break into you know kind of small groups or we'll do a warm-up activity where we're trying to bring in everyone in on chat and just introduce ourselves and make ourselves known to each other because this is really about deep connection we may have some entertainment like comedy or music awesome okay wow and and now are you are you still doing that mostly Uh, maybe you said that and are you also in person again or um What's the plans going into 2021? You know, it's taking it one week at a time. Um, I really want to go back to doing outdoors events. And, and honestly, we have a great outdoor space uh, behind Sands Bar. 
where we could do a lot of outdoors events, but I just want to make sure that I'm being responsible as a business owner. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like right now, especially where we're at in, in Texas, you know, at the time of this recording, we're, we're losing something like 200 people a day in Texas to COVID. Um, I just feel like it's, it's not the right time to gather in the way that we are accustomed to. So we'll continue to do virtual events um, until we, it feels safe. My man, everybody wakes up, right? And they've got that uh, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell sprinkle and that pixie dust on them, helping them fly, right? Well, let me ask you this. What are your happy thoughts that makes you fly in the morning? What's, what's got you fired up? You wake up, you're like, I'm going to change people's lives. What is that? Where's that drive come from? Hmm. I have a deep desire to connect to people. Um, I grew up, you know, just my whole life, not feeling like I really belonged or fit in anywhere. And, and I hate to see that in other people. I hate for people to feel disconnected from society. And, and so every day I wake up with this renewed sense of urgency that we have to connect to each other. Um, we have to connect to communities. We have to listen to people that may not look like us or think like us. Like it is so important <laughs> find those connections and make those connections. And so I am fired up and inspired by connections. Okay. Well, that fires me up just hearing great Greg's passion and now your passion. <laughs> Chris Marshall, very much. great connector. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm, so, I am the connector in chief. It's awesome. <laughs> Love that. I like that. So uh, what are the ways are, are you guys making a difference um, in others' lives more so What's the this Brobriety podcast all about? Yeah, so I was actually a guest on that podcast, but I, I definitely support it. Um, it is a podcast where uh, men talk about sobriety. And I think that that's an important thing because uh, the current sober, non-alcohol movement is lacking in male representation, which is a weird thing to say, but um, yeah. men don't, really like to talk about the fact that they don't drink because it's seen as macho to drink oh there you go Greg. give me a whiskey mm -hmm. right that's exactly oh, it. how many you how many do you drink oh right? i drink three and i feel tipsy oh i drink Whoa. six and i'm fine what the heck yes so true. We, we equate alcohol consumption to masculinity in this country what happened how marketing Marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marketing, um, which began Unreal. after prohibition. I mean, it, there's a long history of this in our in our country that uh, wow. alcohol has been marketed as a status symbol. Right. Like it's not that you can drink. It's what you are drinking. Right. Like what are you drinking? Are you drinking like top shelf, like really good stuff? Or are you drinking like rot gut? Like there's a difference. Right. And it's not really right. It, the effect is still the same. If yes. I drink a, if I drink a bottle of like five hundred dollar whiskey or a bottle of like eight dollar whiskey, I still get pretty drunk, right? No matter what. <laughs> but it's just the branding behind it, and, it, and it's the status symbol that we pair with a certain brand. Oh, can you hear me? Okay, is it coming through? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just like marketing with anything else, right? You get yourself a, a $500 Gucci wallet. You get yourself a $4 Amazon wallet. They both do the same thing. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Fascinating. Okay. Hey, let me ask you this. 
what have you got planned? You know, what's the master plan? Because I feel like a guy like you, big thinker like you, this is just the tip of the iceberg here. For sure. What's in the big picture? Oh, that that's it. You are very astute at uh, understanding how people work, Greg. I can tell that about you. Um, <laughs> I have a master plan. Uh, I, I want Sands Bar to be as ubiquitous as Starbucks. I want a Sands Bar in every city in the in the world in the next 20 years. Mm. Wow. I, I I think, where's, where's the next one going up? Where's the next one going up? So I'm taking an, an, an orthodox approach at growth um, sure. because I, I still am learning so much about like restaurants and how bars work and, and, and I'm new to business myself. This is my first real business venture. So I, I have to be very methodical about the way that I grow and move. And so what we've done is we started Sands Bar chapters across the country. Mm-hmm. And so far we planted uh, chapters in Massachusetts, uh, St. Louis and Kansas City, Missouri, and we're looking to expand that. Um, I've started an online school called Sands Bar Academy, and the academy is a way to train the next generation of non-alcohol bars and bartenders. Wow, amazing! And wow. bartenders could go. People that yeah. actually That's know, serve alcoholic drinks could go on there and learn how to make these cocktails that you're making with no alcohol as well. Right. So this is, man, this, you have like five businesses in one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, again, I want to make this something that is so common that people don't have to question the choice, right? No one should ever uh, be met with a, a curious look when you go to the bar and say, I want to drink with no alcohol. It, it really should be like, ordering a plant-based burger or a plant-based, uh, you know, sandwich. It, it, there really should just be an option at every turn. And until that's the case, we're going to continue to make spaces exclusively for uh, people who choose not to have alcohol as part of their life. Boom. You get to a city, you hop off the plane, you ask yourself, where's the closest sands bar? Where's the local sands bar? Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. That's what people that's are going right? to start asking themselves. Man. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I I, I believe that. we and need so, a new third space. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Jonathan? And, and I, I I'm I'm just I was just gonna say I feel like I'm looking at a pioneer in this industry, and I feel like in a few years from now I say we had that dude on our podcast, and he's killing it right now. So it's gonna be awesome. We look forward to the follow up in this. Not that we're done here yet, but we really do look forward to the follow up and and seeing the progression along the way. That's gonna um, be awesome. and, and that said, um, who, who inspires you? Who, you know, who do you admire most, whether it's, you know, famous authors or family members or, or, you know, just somebody who you really look up to as a mentor or as a coach, um, they could have, they could be long past now or somebody that's still in your life, but we just want to get a sense of where your motivation comes from. You know, uh, I've been asked this question a few times, and I think it's uh, a combination of many things. I think that, um, you know, my, my my saints, my heroes, the people that have inspired me are like my mom, of course. I mean, being a single parent and raising two kids and becoming uh, one of the first, you know, black female administrators in Houston, Texas as a principal. Um, you know, my, my 
uncles, my, my, you know, my family, of course, but then beyond that, um, just contemporaries. There, there's a, a guy called Kev on stage and he is a comedian, a Facebook comedian. And he inspires me because he took talking in front of a camera every single day and making jokes. Um, he turned that into an empire where he's hiring people, he's putting people on, and, and, and it, it's just inspiring to know that he built a whole empire. He's got like this whole like <laughs> this whole business now because he took one tiny skill and developed that into an entire business. And, and that's what I've done. I've taken my skill of connecting with people and building something that I hope will inspire and, and create change in this country. Wow. Wow. Super cool. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You're on track. I think you're really on track. Hey, I just had a, a flash of a question here. This one's not actually in our notes. I'm just so curious. If you were to pick – I know you're not open right now. If if when you're open and you could pick one food truck to be at Sands Bar feeding the people, who would you pick? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's like asking yeah. <laughs> me to pick my favorite kid. I know. Um, I have I know. I have a favorite, kid. favorite I'm, I'm kid. just, I'm just, just kidding. I, I love Ew. both of them equally. Um, sure. Gosh, man, that is so tough. Um, man, where do you go? I mean, there's so many options. Um, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, Austin Daily Press. Um, Ooh, Austin Daily Press. Ooh. Uh, is actually pretty close to Sandsbar. I think it's on like MLK and right the corner, uh, right? yeah. Chacon, I believe. Yeah. It's yeah, right Chacon. behind the juice land. Yeah, and it's just... Yes, it yes, absolutely. Um, and they just have some really good sandwiches. And I've always loved their sandwiches. And so I would be like over over the moon if they were uh, to come over to Sandsbar. Or, you know, I had them at the bar. The Daily Press. Keep your eyes out for us. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. So people are listening to the show. They're hearing your story. Say they want to learn more, reach out to you, get connected, anything in between. How do they do it? So I just told you the thing that fires me up is connection. Connection. It's being connected, right? Yeah. So when I say I am open to connection, I actually mean it. This isn't like Austin or Hollywood talk where I'm just like, oh, connect with me. No, I really mean like, if you feel compelled to call me, text me, <laughs> uh, message me, do so. Uh, the yeah. best way to do that is Instagram. Just send me a DM. Um, sure. I'm, I'm at sans underscore bar, S-A-N-S underscore B-A-R. Send me a DM. And if there's an opportunity to collaborate, to connect, just to check in, um, that, is, that is my energy. That is what fuels me. So I'm always open for, for new connections. Awesome. Awesome. Sands underscore bar. Love that. Love that. Hit him up. Hit him up. Well, sir, it is time for, for a game. Are you ready? Let's go. Quick question game. Let's start off with an easy one. What is the best drink on the Sands bar menu? Ready? Go. Rosemary ginger mule. Mm. Ooh. Best date spot in Austin, Texas. Mozart's Cafe. Nice, nice. Sands Bar. Oh, <laughs> I'm always at I'm always at work at Sands Bar, so that's not really a fair. No, it's not a date spot. Fair enough. 
<laughs> Richards Rainwater or Topo Chico? Ooh, wow. Uh, I know. It's messed ooh, up. That's tough. Yeah. That's that's really messed up because I like both. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I need that Topo burn in my life. Like, I need that carbonation. It's so good. But I love Richards. Great. <laughs> uh, favorite favorite sport to play? Hmm. I'm going to go with basketball. Sweet. Jet Jonathan's right. playing earlier today. Yep. I'm oh, sure hidden talent no one knows about. Um, I know a lot of Disney songs because I have kids. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any talents, man. So um, you, you can sing? Oh, I didn't say I sang. I said I know those. I know the songs. I, I I know. I don't know how to sing them well, but I do know the songs. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> so I'm sure you know. Uh, you're welcome from uh, good old Moana. Uh, Moana. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> Wayne the Rock oh, Johnson. That. That's a classic. Yeah. In my sleep. <laughs> That's a rock, yeah. All right. What's your what's your newest favorite podcast? This one. There you go. <laughs> you just, just had to throw that one in there. It took too long to answer. Well, I was like, I can be honest, and I'm, you know, there's I, I follow a lot of great podcasts. I love a good podcast. And um, yeah, I just got on Clubhouse, the new app, so I'm like, oh, it's awesome. what's actually Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just saying. I'm just saying. Say I got to actually your, your Yeah. So I listen to a lot of like sobriety-based podcasts, and so I'd have to say like uh, this: the Brobriety podcast, in fact, is a sure. great podcast. Sounds cool. Awesome. Uh, favorite? Which favorite book? Foremost memorable um, book, or you know, change your life, or whatever. Yeah. Anything? book that changed my life was a book called The Power of Moments by Chip mm -hmm. and Dan Heath. Write it down, write it down. The Power, the of, Power Moments. of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. Um, as someone who creates experiences and, you know, produces events and just wants to be a more present and mindful human being, um, being aware of how we create moments and creating effective moments, um, that, that whole book just changed my life. And so it's not, it's not, one of those heavy, dense reads, it's really, it's a light read, but it's so impactful in the way that it makes you more mindful about the kinds of interactions you have with individuals. Love it. Awesome. Favorite place to go for a walk in the Austin area? Oh, Town Lake, easy. <laughs> yeah. That is Great an easy spot. one. Well, that's Great. it for this, uh, for this little mini game. So thank you for, for being a trooper on that. No, it's easy stuff. I, I love talking about Austin. So it just so happens that it's now time for this week's Weekly Brew. Brew, Brew. Are you sitting down for this one, Chris? I am now. Good deal. Yes, folks, yet another tech giant is moving their headquarters into Austin. That's right, folks. Oracle is coming to town. Now, despite popular belief, this actually won't cause a major influx in traffic moving into the city. Oracle plans to move their headquarters here for tax shelter purposes. We all know we all know taxes can be brutal, which is why everyone should move here and hire us as realtors to help them. Uh, Oracle actually plans to let employees work from home and use your space on an as-needed basis. 
how do we know this? Well, because we've got friends that uh, that work for Oracle or Oracle. Yeah. What do you think about that? Gosh, people are moving out of California left and right, it seems like. I, I mean, and as far as uh, being a, a tech hub, I think that really puts a nail nail on the wall there um, with Oracle coming to town. What do you guys think about this, this city and this growth that we're experiencing? I, I think it's great, honestly. I, I feel like um, the culture of Austin is is one of like innovation. And, and I think that's one reason why Sands Bar has worked so well in this city because people are willing to accept new ideas. And I think that that happens when you have a lot of tech you know, as part of your as part of your culture and your cultural identity. So, I, I'm I'm excited for it. Honestly, I think it'll be a great addition to the city. Sweet. And I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I obviously I also moved here around when you did uh, 20, 2011. and so it has changed dramatically since then. It amazes me every time I go by an area that I haven't been by in just a couple months. I'm like, what the heck? That wasn't here. So that's uh, always cool to see. And, and also, you know, I think that no matter what, people are coming to Austin. Uh, if you're an Austinite, whether you've been here for your whole life, which is very few, or the last 10, 20 years, there's going to be more and more people coming to Austin. And this Oracle announcement, all it does is it, it does make more people come here. Because even though, you know, there's not a huge influx uh, um, since there, you know, it's just really for tax purposes, but there's going to be more people that are working from home and say, Hey, well, I can work from Austin from home. So why not? And we're getting that every day on the phone. We're getting calls from these people coming from California, New York, wherever. So, um, stay tuned. Austin's going to double in size by 2040. No question. So we, uh, and, and it's, it's showing that, um, to be true right now with our, with our inventory that is, extremely dry uh, in terms of homes on the market. You totally. Know, Greg can attest to that. So anyhow, it's, it's good news, bad news, however you want to take it. I think it's good news. Exactly. It's what you make of it. Yes, sir. Well, John, you take us out. I'll take us away. And uh, again, Chris, thank you so much for, you. for joining us today. Um, and thank you guys for listening today on our podcast, the first one of 2021. Super stoked, episode 59. Uh, Chris, founder of Sands Bar, you are a pioneer. We really appreciate it. And I'm telling you, in a short period of time, a year, however long, you ever want to come back on, join us. And I know that by then there'll be a lot more of this movement of what you're doing. So thank you again. Uh, and make sure that you guys find this guy, S-A-N-S underscore bar on Instagram. And like he said, reach out to him because he really means it. He loves to connect, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Uh, and remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you're tuning in from. We'd love that five-star rating. And, uh, you know, cheers to a non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. cheers.